What is going on, guys? Me and Griff are back. Cole is up in Big Ten country this weekend uh, for Thanksgiving. But we had to bring you all a show for this week. We got clean old-fashioned hate this weekend. I'll be in the building. I'm sure Griff will be in the building. He's always there. And, you know, it's it's one of these games where we we can't look ahead to LSU as fans. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to walk all over these doormats. Griff, run the intro. We just stepped on their face with a hobnail boot and broke their nose. We just crushed their face. Defense, 40, 30, they won't catch him. Go, Swift, into the end zone. Touchdown! The freshman just ran it back to Philadelphia. Near sideline, and it's intercepted. Intercepted, Keely Ringo at the 21. Off he goes, 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline, breaks the tackle, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, 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 Georgia. I know I'm asking a lot, you guys, but hunker it down one more time. Never gets old. Griff, how you doing? I'm doing good. You know, just just filled up on uh, on some Thanksgiving. You know, had some good turkey. I love I love a I love a good turkey. Yeah, that was I caught a lot of heat this week because I made my uh, my Thanksgiving tier list with uh, my favorite Thanksgiving food, and everybody Cole said it too. He's like, "You're a carb guy. You got a lot of sides." And I'm like, "Man, the sides are the best part." I, That's what I'm, I do it for, man. I've always been a big turkey guy. I love, I love some turkey. Mashed potatoes are off, all, obviously up there. Uh, I think he had a pretty good list, though. To be honest, <laughs> I didn't like ham as low as it was. I, I, can't, I can't, I'm okay with ham. That's fa- that's fair. I knew that one was going to be controversial. I'm not a pork guy personally. Like I'll eat prosciutto and, and and pulled pork like barbecue. But other than that, I'm not a huge pork guy. I knew a pumpkin pie is pretty controversial. Deviled eggs weren't on the list, but I would have deviled eggs in the hell tier too. I don't, I don't eat deviled eggs. That's gross. Yeah, no, they, yeah, <laughs> deviled eggs are not my thing either. Yeah. Uh, so we got Georgia Tech this week, and before we start the uh, the bash fest, because Lord knows they've been pathetic. I don't <laughs> they really are just a sad, sad, sad program. But I'm going to give them a little bit of credit because they did something really smart. And that smart thing was getting rid of Jeff Collins. Because as soon as they got rid of Jeff Collins, they go and you get a big win at Pittsburgh. You think, okay, you know, first, you know, live dog coming with an interim head coach. Then they get a win against Duke, who's been pretty good this year. Uh, they did lose to Virginia, who, who you know, we won't comment on Virginia's play too much, you know. But Virginia at the time was not a very good football team. They got crushed that, by Florida State. That Virginia-Georgia Tech game was one of the hardest football games I've ever had to suffer through watching. I had the under in that one, and it was it was free as free gets, just about. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, uh, then they beat Virginia Tech, which Virginia Tech's bad this year, but that's quality. Uh, lost to Miami, which is kind of ugly. But then they come out and beat North Carolina, and that was a good win. And, I mean, they're 3-3 three and three under Brent Key, and that's a pretty good accomplishment considering this is a team that I didn't think was going to win three games at all this year. Oh, no doubt, um, yeah. So, you know, credit to Brent Key. I got to say he's got him playing well. I think they should hire him full-time. I don't think they will, but uh, – you know, whatever makes them worse. Hopefully they hire uh, – maybe they'll get Dan Mullen. I feel like that's I, a good spot for him. I, I feel like they're going to make some absurd hire that's just ridiculous, like a like a G-off hire. <laughs> Dude, I wish that guy was still coaching there. He was just too funny. I'll never Me forget too. that first game that he played against us, and they they kicked an onside kick just randomly, and they got it, and he started doing push-ups on the sideline. I was like, oh, this guy's awesome. Like, this is going to be the best guy to play against ever. He had a little Dan Mullen to him, man. He was just a he goofball. did. He had like the Dan Mullen smile. They both had that like goofy looking smile, toothy smile, a little underbite. Yeah, yeah. This is a fun stat today that I saw on Twitter. So if you combine all the points that Georgia Tech has scored in the last four games against Georgia, 
which is 35, and you gave them 35 points in all four of the last four games, they still would be 0-4. Georgia's hung 38, 45, 52, and 45 on them. Absolute <laughs> domination. I expect that to continue. Um, but general thoughts on the game, I don't know if you had anything that you wanted to start with. I think this one could be low scoring. That's going to be my under this week, a little spoiler alert, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I do I do think it could be low scoring. I also think the dogs could just, like, empty, like, the tank on them. Like, I feel like, you know, senior day, you know, I know the weather might play a factor too, but, I mean, like, if it's going to be Stet senior day, I feel like you got to send him out right. you got to let him have a pretty decent day, let him, let him toss the rock around a little bit. And, you know, there's a lot of guys on this team that are going to get their, their shine on Saturday just because of it, it's senior day, you know. That's always a fun day. You know, it's always fun to see those guys go out there and get, get a chance to show off. Yeah, we could see a few wrinkles. We could see something. Uh, maybe we'll get like a, a, a Nazir Stackhouse rushing touchdown or somebody somebody really off the wall get, uh, get a carry. I will say um, this could be one of those games similar to Kentucky, but Georgia Tech does not have the defense that Kentucky has. Uh, where it's just going to be a lot of run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, um, and, you know, get a couple of the seniors involved in the pass game. Things of that nature. I don't expect Georgia to come out and, and just try to put some style points on them. Yeah. But I mentioned this on Twitter, and I think we're going to see another big game from Brock Bowers. I think this is going to be be Brock Bowers' game this year. He's going to have two or three touchdowns over 100 yards. They're going to do what they did last year and just unleash him. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see that. It's always fun to see Brock go off. I mean, literally, th- there's no time when that's not fun. Yeah, I mean, they don't have anybody that can match up with them. Not a song. Yeah, I mean, nobody in the country really does. So, I mean, you know, yeah. it's hard, especially that nerdy school in, in Atlanta, you know, there's no way. Yeah, I, I completely agree. But some guys to watch for them. I mean, they're on their third-string quarterback. Is Gibson starting Saturday? I don't I don't really care. I have no with. idea. I mean, I, I would assume so. I mean, is he the guy that ran out of bounds against Virginia? That's not that guy, is it? I don't think that was him. I think that was the second-string guy who is also hurt now. Oh, he got hurt too? Damn. Yeah. Because <laughs> because it was Sims and then it was that guy and then yeah the I think Sims guy the Sims now. guy has flashes every now and then or he did like you yeah. know at, at times you'd be like oh this guy's a kind of good athlete and then I don't know he's just on the Georgia Tech so I mean he has to be that <laughs> yeah what does it really matter at that point <laughs> but uh, yeah I. I expect this one. Hopefully, we get this one over soon. One thing that I did know, I think this was uh, John John Tweet uh, Talk Sports um, or John Tweet Sports, whichever, um, whatever his at is on Twitter. He had a pretty good point about this, where he said, "I'm sure Kirby's excited that we got a 12 o'clock game against Tech, that we can get that uh, get that over with, get it out of the way." And LSU has to play at Texas A&M at seven o'clock, so we'll get a little bit of extra prep time. Yeah, that is that is always nice, especially you know, like it's nice, like. I like Georgia Tech playing them at the end of the year. It's just felt so insignificant, like almost my entire life. And like sometimes I have to like make myself hate them enough to like for the game to feel like important to me because they've just they're just so bad. They're just there's nothing respectable about them. We've talked about it too on the show, man. Like the younger generation, like people our age, we really don't hate as tech tech as much as the old people older people do because they were around when Georgia Tech was like perennially very good. And yeah. we just never really had to deal with that. I mean, they, they've had a couple years where they were solid. You think back to like Reggie Ball, Calvin Johnson, man, I was in like elementary school. <laughs> like that well, didn't hurt me no more. And you think about what Paul Johnson did. Like, I think that his, I, I feel like he did a good job at Georgia Tech only because he just ran the triple option. Like he knew that they weren't going to out talent anybody or like out, you know, or out scheme anybody. So it was just like, let's just run this gimmicky thing and see if we can like sneak out some wins every now and then. 
And, you know, he, he definitely did. And, you know, when we talk about Tennessee, uh, you know, being 2014 Mississippi State, Georgia Tech beat that 2014 Mississippi State team in uh, – what, what bowl was that? The Orange Bowl. I, yeah. So, they whooped them too. It was, it was pretty bad beating. Yeah, absolutely. So, a couple of things to watch for. Uh, I think really all it, all it really comes down to is stopping the run. Uh, the, the Gibson, Zach Gibson, he has a 55% completion percentage. He averages about six yards a throw. He has one touchdown, two interceptions. He's been sacked nine times. The, he, he's not, he's not going to beat you. Yeah. Uh, the running backs, they have a couple guys that average close to five yards, carry Hassan Hall, Dante Smith. Uh, you keep those guys bottled up. They're not going to do anything on offense, and uh, their defense shouldn't be too much of a challenge. It's really um, – I, I don't want to say there's no way Georgia can lose this game. I guess you could call it a look-ahead spot, but I feel like in rivalry games, Kirby, make sure that make sure they're always focused. I'm not worried about it. Hopefully we can get this one over over quick. Nobody gets hurt. Let's wrap it up and, uh, you know, s- celebrate an undefeated season. That's about yeah, it. Or undefeated I, regular season. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, and, and that's crazy too. Like when you talk about like this is about to be our second year in a row going undefeated in the regular season. It's crazy. I mean, we never got one of those in my entire lifetime up to this point, and then we're about to get two in a row. And yeah, that's I, that's just absolutely insane. We are living in a time of Georgia football that is just unprecedented, unprecedented, where you're playing 12 games a year and winning every single one of them. It's freaking awesome. It's it's so good. And I it's always nice to just sit back and, you know, think about that. You know, it's Thanksgiving. That's a good thing to be thankful for. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing today. Somebody somebody made the comment there, like, I'm so thankful for Kirby Smart. And I was like, damn, you know what? I am too. He's brought me a lot of happiness. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I made it. I put out a TikTok today, and it was like, things we're thankful for today. And one of them was Kirby Smart. One of them was like uh, Stetson Bennett, the mailman. And then uh, I put the our defensive backs on there, obviously. We love us some Malachi Starks and uh, J- Jalen Carter. And then the last one was fraudulent head coaches with Josh Heupel as the uh, <laughs> as the headpiece. <laughs> Had to throw some shade in there. I think if they win this game, I think that'll move Kirby. I think he'll be – I can't remember. I think it'll only be three losses against Georgia's biggest rivals, though. Maybe four because we got two to Florida, one to Auburn, one to Tennessee, and then one to Texas. Maybe it's five, but he's yeah, done exceptionally well right. with rival, uh, his rivals. And, I mean – the guy's what seventy something and fifteen already. I think he's going to be seventy five and fifteen if they win Saturday. So I mean, it's it's just incredible. Like it's 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 unprecedented times. You know, there's there's probably not a program in America that wouldn't trade places with Georgia right now. And it's oh no doubt it's nice to go into this week of the year because you look around the college football slate. You look at Ohio State playing Michigan. You look at uh, Tennessee playing Vanderbilt. Um, you look at Florida playing Florida State. Like games that these guys could easily lose. And. Uh, you know, we just don't have to worry about that. You know, we know Kirby's going to go out there and do the job. You know, he's not going to let these kids fall asleep at the wheel. And it's great, man. I, I, I can't say enough about it. It's crazy, though. I mean, like that Ohio State-Michigan game, it means so much. And it's – it. I bet they want to play that game so, earlier in the year. Like it kind of sucks to play that at the end of the year because for whatever reason, losing a game at the end of the year means so much more than losing a game at the beginning of the year. If you lose a game at the beginning of the year, nobody really cares. I mean – People forgot Oregon's loss to us like that after they started rattling off some wins. And, you know, they ended up, it ended up not working out for them. But, I mean. I mean, if you think about it, if Oregon doesn't – let's say Michigan loses to Ohio State by three and then Oregon didn't lose last week and they went out. Okay, well, Oregon lost by 50 to us, damn near 50. 
they'd still put Oregon in over Michigan. I do know they have the conference championship, but that loss seems like so long ago. I mean, even if Michigan only lost by three, they'd be like, oh, no, Oregon, it'd probably go differently with Georgia. <laughs> like, I, that's just how it is. Yeah, and I mean, you know, to Michigan and Ohio State up to this point, it feels like they've played no one. No one. I, I mean, Notre Dame, that win's looking a lot better for Ohio State right now. But that that team that they played at the beginning of the year of Notre Dame was not the same team that Notre Dame is playing right now. Like that's the same is, thing with Florida State and LSU. Honestly, both it, of those it, teams have been it's a lot the better. Same, it's the same thing, and you know, like because that same team lost to Marshall a couple of weeks after they Ohio State barely squeaked by them, and you know they're playing a lot better now. I'd like to see that game played now. That would be that would be an interesting rematch to see. But I mean, like you can't do that. So I, I'm excited for Ohio State Michigan though. I. Uh, I mean, you know, everybody's on Michigan, and it feels like Ohio State might just blow them out at this point. I have Ohio State in the points. I just, I don't think that's just the public's way too heavy on Michigan. It's either going to go one of two ways: Ohio State's going to blow them out, or Michigan's going to do the same thing they did last year, where they just push them around. Yeah, I, and I, I want to see Ohio State win just because I want a shot at those fools. Like, I, I'm ready for Georgia to get that matchup. You know, I feel like we've interacted, or I've interacted with so many Ohio State fans, like over my years as a Georgia fan, like, randomly, and we've just never played them. We played them one time. We beat them. So, uh, we own y'all. But, you know, it's I want to play those guys again. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, too, because you talk about schedule, too, with Ohio State's schedule. Michigan played legitimately three of probably the five worst teams in college football to start. They played Hawaii, which UConn's been a lot better. But, I mean, Yeah, UConn has been actually solid. Like, (laughs) And then they played uh, Colorado State. Like, they have had a joke of a non-conference schedule. Yeah, Colorado um, State is bad too. Yeah, bad. they um they really haven't been tested, and they're going into Columbus. I just think it's going to end up being Ohio State. We'll see. Um, but while we're on the topic, let's do playoff predictions. Uh, we we can update them. We'll we'll get, we'll take one last crack at it before uh before things really get spicy. It's interesting too because USC. We we talked about Notre Dame briefly. USC has Notre Dame this weekend, and I don't think that's a gimme for them. Whatsoever. It is not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Either way, Ohio or. Notre Dame is playing right now. Like they're playing good football, and USC. I think, I think they're good. I really do. I, I think Lincoln Riley. I think this might be his best put together team that he's had in his tenure as a head coach. I, I, yeah. I don't think any of the Oklahoma teams were built as well as this one. Maybe, maybe that one in 2017 that played Georgia. That one yeah. was pretty good. Um, but th- this team is really good, and Caleb Williams might be the most talented quarterback that he's had. That dude is unbelievable. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he won the Heisman. I definitely think he's probably – I think he's the front runner right now, I would say. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. If USC wins out, I, th- I think it's his award to lose, unfortunately. Um, but, hey, you know, Stetson could have a couple good games. Uh, w- once again, this is one of the things that always pains me. I, ha- I always say this is Dan Walken's best take. He says if you turn in your Heisman vote before conference championship weekend, you should have your vote taken away. And I couldn't agree with one that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean – because that, that, that's the biggest game of the year for a lot of teams. You know, you've seen how much it matters for Georgia and or has mattered for Georgia and the SEC in the past, like, couple years. I mean, not last year, I guess, because both teams were so good that they were going to make the playoff. But, you know, 2018, 2019, like, those are years that if Georgia doesn't have to play that game, you know, we're in. Yeah. You know, so. And I think if Georgia does take care of business Saturday, I think there's no way they get left out, even if they lose to LSU. I've seen a lot of Alabama fans talk about, you know, oh, we still got a path. We still got a path. And they do. Um, they do. It yeah, it's narrow. narrow. I don't want to see them get it. <laughs> it is a narrow path, let me tell you. But it would. Inv- Clemson would have to lose. USC would have to lose maybe twice. 
uh, because if they lose to Notre Dame and still win their conference championship, they might still have a leg up over Alabama. Uh, Georgia has to win. Um, they need us to win bad because if LSU if LSU beats us, there's no chance. They have no shot yeah, uh, because LSU and Georgia are both going to get in. Yeah. Um, and then they would need TCU to lose maybe twice. Uh, yeah, it's just they need a lot of help. But I, I said it on the show. This is kind of shaping up for Clemson to sneak back in, and I think they're going to. And that's Yeah, they really out. might. I mean, I never had them just out of it from the get-go. I mean, you know, that loss sucked for them. But, you know, like they had not, definitely have some opportunities. The the North Carolina, if they play them in the ACC championship, is that already set? Like, are they already set to play I them? think so. I believe so. Um, but, I mean, that win doesn't look quite as good now. So, I mean, like when you stack it up against, like, TCU, if they go undefeated or um, USC, like they probably don't get in over either of those teams if they're both undefeated or one loss. But, you know, TCU actually does have a pretty good resume when you stack it up. The thing that it. I think is just like I'm gonna stick up for TCU too because people were like, oh, they get killed in the playoffs. They get killed in the playoffs. Okay, well they haven't lost, so they should just not go to the playoffs because you think they would lose. Like that's just a stupid thing to say. Yeah, you thought they were gonna lose all year. I mean, you probably put why the, play the regular season? Like yeah, you probably the put the house on a minus seven versus or Texas minus seven versus them, and you got boned. I mean, you yeah, I mean. Absolutely- if they don't lose, they're getting in. And if you don't like that, if they get killed, whatever, but they've earned it. Like, you cannot dispute that they have absolutely earned it. And I think by – according to maybe FPI or whatever, I think they have the toughest schedule in the country. Yeah, they've, um, they've played a lot of tough – I mean, the Big 12, we've talked about how good it, it looks up and down. I mean, it's yeah. been a solid conference this year. You know, at the top, it, there's not just a, a team that really rises above the rest, it feels like. I mean, TCU, though, like their record has. But, I mean, you know, in terms of like – how good their team is. I don't know how much better they are than a lot of the other teams, but yeah, and I think we had Iowa State last and they're bowl eligible. Yeah. Like I mean, it's a good conference. Like TCU's played a tough schedule. And I like I said, they deserve it. Like I just think it's so stupid when people are like, well, I say people. It was mostly Tennessee fans before they got absolutely <laughs> yeah. embarrassed. Oh, we would smoke TCU. TCU's gonna get killed by whoever. Okay, we'll let them play. Like, why play the regular season if you're just going to say, oh, a team is under – they won all their games, they still can't go to the playoffs. I just, I mean, it, also, TCU has just won in some crazy ways this year. That, that sequence at the end of the game versus Baylor might have been the craziest thing I've ever seen. I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> uh, like, was that planned? Like, did they, like, plan that? Or was, did that just, like, happen? Did they just come out there and execute that perfectly? There's no way, right? I think just they on, did. I on think the they fly? just did. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. I, um... I do, uh, as as nice as I am being to TCU, I do think they're going to lose if they play against Kansas State. TCU had a stretch of like five or six games where they either knocked out the starting quarterback or did not have to see the starting quarterback because they were hurt like five or six games in a row. I think Quinny was broke that cycle, but they won that game. Uh, but Kansas State was up 10 on them whenever, um, I believe whenever uh, Adrian Martinez got knocked out. Yeah. I think Clemson is going to get the four spot. I think USC is going to get the third spot. I think USC is going to beat Notre Dame, but you talk about Clemson getting back in the playoffs. If Notre Dame beats USC, that makes Clemson look all the more better. Yep. So I think it's going to go Clemson, USC, Ohio State, Georgia. I think that's going to be your four. I like that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with TCU. I think it'll be Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, and uh, USC. And I, w- I would love to play USC. I-, I don't know which spot they would put those in. I-, I think three and four would kind of be interchangeable there. I feel like TCU might get a little bit of the nod just because they have no losses. But if USC they- – they can't play U- Utah anymore, I guess. But, I mean, if we talked about them avenging their loss, you know, like that's always something the committee loves, so they may get a bump there. But that's not going to happen anymore. So, 
But, I yeah. mean, they're going to play a tough conference championship game. You know, versus yeah, they'll get Oregon or they might Oregon? get UCLA again. I think yeah. it's going to be Oregon, though. I think that's how that is shaping up. Um, yeah. I'm not 100% sure because theirs isn't comp- – it's just like the top two. It's like the Big 12. Right. But regardless, but, that's a tough game. Yeah, and, and USC I think would be a TC, – I think in order of teams you would want to play in the first round, I think TCU is one just because uh, of the style of football that they play. They're a Big 12 team. They – and similar to Tennessee too, if their offense is getting shut down, you can gash their defense and just kind of lean on them with the run. And yeah. USC is similar in that way too. Caleb Williams is about all they have. I don't know if Travis Dye is done for the season, but I know he's out right now. And it's really just Caleb Williams. Is, they go as Caleb Williams goes. And if you could stop him, they don't have anything else. Jordan Addison's a fantastic player, but I mean, if you, if you can handle those two, that's really about all they got. Well, I mean, and when you talk about how talented we are at, at defensive back, I mean, I feel like we can handle one receiver. But Jordan Addison is really, really good. He would definitely, yeah. he would definitely give us some trouble. And you know, same thing with Marvin Harrison for Ohio State. But um, that's his name, right, Marvin Harrison? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but you know, we're just those dudes on defense. So I'm not scared of anybody. I'll play yeah. anybody, any place. I'm, I'm just excited to 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 play a game that feels like it really really matters again because you know these past few weeks after Tennessee it's been kind of a, a downer because you know it's just felt like oh we're gonna blow these guys out we had a little we had a little spice in the Mississippi State game when they ran that punt back at halftime and then we pulled away Kentucky game was a snoozer uh you know should take care of business against Georgia Tech and then LSU I think will present a decent challenge I think LSU can keep it close for a little bit at least I think we will cover the spread against them just because they do have flaws and They've been hot, but they've also beaten some bad teams. And, um, you know, it's, it's, they, they got that nice home field advantage. And I told you when I bet them over six and a half wins to start the year, I said, when a team has a home field advantage like that, they can win a lot of games that they really shouldn't. And hey, I mean, the credit to them because they got hot and they won the games they needed to win. But I'm not, I'm not too scared by a team that got romped by Tennessee like that at home. Uh, That's just kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, like, I I think that Brian Kelly is a good coach. I really do. I think he's a pretty solid coach. But when it comes to big games, he does fall through. He does fall Kirby knows Brian Kelly. And uh, we've seen him in the playoffs. We've seen him in in, in big spots. Notre Dame never had to play a conference championship game. I'm sure they would have lost a fair share of those if he was there. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, so. uh, Yeah, this is new territory for Brian Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. So you said you got TCU, USC, Ohio State, Georgia. Yeah, obviously dogs number one. I mean, I feel like those three are a pretty safe bet. But dude, it's college football, man. You just you just absolutely never know. Never and you know, know. It's crazy because like we were talking about all these different scenarios like a few weeks ago, and I was like, it's just it's all gonna work itself out because it always does, and it has. It's all worked itself out, and now it feels like it's four to five teams that have a really really good chance to get in, and then outside of that, like everybody is just hoping everybody loses yeah and i like talking about the college football playoff rankings i don't like when people get so tore up about them yeah like this week people are like oh penn state here lsu here tennessee here's a joke and i'm like this is not like these these aren't decided this isn't the playoffs yeah you know the that, only right? like, ones the only ones that matter are the top four especially like and it, they don't even matter until the end of the season like i mean you know Tennessee being yeah. number one, that never mattered, ever. <laughs> uh, it, uh, yeah, I guess you could say it mattered for four days. No, it didn't matter. It didn't even matter then. No, what am I saying? But, yeah, no, it's 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 like people are so upset and, and you know, say, oh, how could you have Michigan at, at three instead of Ohio State at two, or at two, like just hypothetically? It's like, well, they're going to play this weekend, so whoever wins will 
probably go to two. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense, but yeah, I'm not pe- worried about people it. People get set, so upset over rankings. I'm like, guys, like you just win your games. It doesn't matter what the ranks are. I, I did have an interesting uh, – at Thanksgiving today, I had an interesting conversation where somebody was asking me, they were like, well, what's Georgia's best win? And I just looked at him, I was like, Brother, when you don't lose any games, it don't matter what your best win is. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to worry about quality wins when you have. It, you don't have. It's any not like anymore. Oregon and uh, Tennessee are not quality wins anymore, just because they they lost a, another game. Like, I mean, those are still quality wins. Well, if we're going by the Tennessee fan chart, let's see: Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi State, uh, South Carolina. Um, Sanford hasn't lost an FCS game. That's like seven or eight ranked wins, right? Yeah, so that's huge. That's huge. <laughs> um, Dude, I can't get enough of of Tennessee fans trying to cope with the loss of set loss of South Carolina. I can't get enough. Of it. <laughs> I, I I do love to when they tell us they're like, we're all you guys think about. You're so obsessed. I'm like, no, dude, we're just making fun of you. I promise. Like, like it's, it's so we had to listen to you guys spout nonsense for months. And, and you think we're not going to throw it back in your face? Yeah, like, we have to. I mean, it's our only option. We we have no choice. So. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, we have Cole's picks here. So you want to just go ahead and read his off? Like, we'll read all four of his yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's read them off. Let's see. Here. All right. So, Cole is going to take Wake Forest minus three and a half. Who does Wake Forest play? Uh, I saw it earlier. Oh, they played Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Wake Forest, that's a random one. <laughs> Wake yeah. Forest. Oh, no. he's ch- He changed it to TCU minus 10. So, he's going with TCU this weekend. And TCU is playing Iowa State. I kind of like that. Um. And then he has Missouri plus three and a half. They play Arkansas, correct? Yes. Yes, they do. At home, too. I like that. For bowl eligibility. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's a fun stat, too, by the way. Um, If uh, Vanderbilt and Missouri both win on Saturday, then uh, Texas A&M is going to be the only SEC team not bowl eligible. Which is crazy. I mean, dude, they had so much hype going into the season, and literally you just can't even talk about them anymore. I had them at seven and five, man. I thought I was – I guess I was too generous with them. Yeah. <laughs> Auburn and Bama over 50, which I liked. I took a look at that for my over. Uh, I think Auburn is going to cover this game. They are not my pick, but I think 26 points. I got it at 26. I think it's down a little bit. Too many points for a rivalry game. Auburn's trending up. Bama it may have quit. We'll see. But I like Auburn in that game. I like over 52. I think that's a good one. And then Ohio State, Michigan under 56, which I have also played, but is not my under for the week. So I like all those. Yeah, I like them too. Uh, okay, so we can start with our favorites. You can go ahead. Yeah, let me see. Uh, I didn't have one picked out necessarily, but I can do mine um, real quick while you look, unless yeah, you got yeah, it. Look, yeah, let me look for a second. Actually, no, I have mine. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, this is ratty, but I I really like it. A Washington minus two versus Washington State. A Washington yeah. kind of on a roll, and I yeah. I like them. I, I I think they win this game. I think they finish off a pretty decent season. 10 and I don't two. hate that whatsoever. I'm between two as well. Uh, I got UNC at minus six and a half, which I like. Uh, I, but I, I like that one too. I I took like a little parlay for tomorrow, and uh, I have the money line in it because I didn't have I didn't have the balls to lay the six and a half because I NC State is still like kind of frisky. Even they have a good defense. Yeah, that would probably be a good game for the under, even though UNC overs have been crazy this year. Uh, but the, you know, Devin Leary's been out for a couple months now, so yeah. Uh, I actually don't have a ton of plays this week. I'm between that and Ohio State minus seven. I'll just I think I bought that down though. So just give me UNC minus six and a half. Uh, it's kind of ratty, but it is what it is. We're in the last week. Yeah, actually, I mean, we'll do. 
I, I thought about this too. I, I wanted to float this. I keep forgetting to talk about it. We definitely need to do a bowl special with Biggie and maybe even Larson or somebody. We'll get a oh, bunch of guys yeah, on it. Yes. We'll do a huge bowl special. We'll pick all the bowl games and I, that'll be fun. Absolutely. We'll have to like, you have like a certain amount of picks that you can take and it can be like any, anything like it, yeah. the only thing you can't take is like big favorites or something like that. Cause yeah. that's <laughs> but, I like um, it though. I like yeah. it. All right, here's uh, my underdog, did Cole take, Cole take Oregon State for his? Oh no, he didn't. I, you know he had a uh, Missouri. Yeah, I think I think I might take Oregon State plus three. All right. Versus Oregon, I, that's it, it. Seems too good to be true, and like for Oregon right there, minus three. I mean they're definitely better than Oregon State, but Oregon State's been pretty solid this year, and uh, it just feels right for Oregon to just you know really disappoint everybody. It's year one though for Dan Lanning, and I hate to talk on Dan Lanning, but Oregon just has that like stigma that they just always blow it. So I understand. I definitely understand. Ah, oh, man, I, uh, this line has moved like crazy. So I was going to take Auburn, but Auburn's actually moved down a lot. So let me get Vanderbilt plus 14 against Tennessee. I can't stop looking at the tweet about allegedly Jeremy Banks and Hendon Hooker getting in a fight over NIL. Heupel suspending Banks and the defense being so pissed off at the offense that they gave up nine touchdowns. <laughs> and Vanderbilt's hot, man. Vanderbilt wants to go to a bowl. I feel like Vanderbilt's going to be frisky. I feel like Tennessee may have quit. I, I'm not doing this to hate on Tennessee. I really just – I kind of want Vanderbilt two touch. I'll take no. Vanderbilt two touchdowns. Yeah, they they really – I mean, they – surely they didn't, like, quit. They love Josh Heupel, man. Like – He's he's such a good coach. Surely he nobody ever quit on him. But um, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I like that. I I think Vandy gives them a run for their money on Saturday, and I I can't wait to watch it. I'll get I'll get it out of the way too. That is also my over. That's your over too. Okay, yeah. I like that. I definitely could see a lot of points. Sixty four because I think Tennessee could beat them sixty four to zero. <laughs> Maybe yeah, they definitely. I mean, the only thing is Joe Milton is playing in that game, and Tennessee fans are really excited about Joe Milton. But he just throws listen. the ball as hard as he can. I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a rain check on my over. You go ahead and do yours. I might All keep right. it. I'm gonna look a little bit. I got this one. I early in the year, James Madison was like one of the highest scoring offenses in the country. And looking at this game, like this is completely on a whim. But James Madison, Coastal Carolina. I don't know why the spread is 14 and a half. Like maybe I'm missing something there. But I like the over 53 in that one. I, both those teams can score for sure. And so I'll, I'll go over 53 in Coastal Carolina, James Madison. Uh, Let's go ahead. Uh, give me your under real quick while I do this. All right. Um, I'll go Purdue, Indiana, under 54. Okay. I like that. I actually like that a lot. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to take that. Purdue, Purdue this year has been – Terrible offensively. Terrible. Indiana yeah. has been awful. The only time Purdue plays well is if they are literally playing a ranked team. Yeah, no. If they play, if they play somebody half decent, they play well. But they're playing Indiana, who is awful. Yeah. So I agree. I, I like I like under fifty four there. Uh, I'm gonna go with the dogs. Uh, under fifty two and a half. I, I, I alluded to it earlier. I can see this being a Kirby Smart. Uh, let's get control of this game. I don't think Tech's offense is going to do anything. Thirty eight to zero type of game. 41-0. Um, We've seen a few I, of those. In, in the yeah. It, it, oh, my God. What was it, Sanford? That was the easiest bet I made all year. It was Sanford, Georgia, 52 <laughs> that and was, a half. That was free. Yeah. I, I think it'll be a similar outcome. I'll take the under in that one. 
Uh, yeah. Also love Illinois Northwestern under 37. That <laughs> I just looked at that one and I was like, gonna be a slow I, I haven't even looked at the board that much this week because I've been like kind of going daily with betting. Usually during college football season, it's like I look at the board and I put all my plays in before Wednesday. But with all this college basketball on, you know, like I, I'm taking stuff every night. So, yeah. Uh, let me do. Uh, this is terrible radio. Um, <laughs> I'll just stick with my original, whatever. Yeah. Let's ride with it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the board this week, when I'm looking at it right now, doesn't look that appealing at all. But I yeah, do. Me either. Some of the big games are huge, though. USC Notre Dame is going to be awesome. And uh, Auburn Alabama is always awesome, obviously. And then you got, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, and those are like the three time slots. So I mean, yeah. you got games to watch at every time slot. So I only you know, have eight plays this week, and, and two of them are same game: Ohio State, Michigan, because I have the under in Ohio State. So that's yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna check in on freaking Mississippi State right now. I took them plus two tonight. I had uh, I had the under in that game, and I have Patriots money line. I don't have anything on action as far as the scoring notification, so that bodes well for me. Yeah, they're it's still fourteen sixteen. Beautiful. In the four, beginning of the fourth. Beautiful. Well, hey, let's go finish it. Uh, unless you got anything else, I'm uh, I'm good if you are. Yeah, that's it for me. You know, I I just can't wait to beat up on these guys again. You know, it's 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 always fun. It's it's a little bit annoying, like when you have to like listen to them like talk for like a a minute, like they actually think they have a chance when the, they know they don't. I mean, you yeah, know. they know deep down. Well, uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back Monday. We'll have the whole crew. We'll be do- doing our usual. Uh, we'll be back on schedule. We've had a couple. Uh, a couple of scheduling conflicts. We'll be back on schedule this week. We'll have the whole crew back Monday doing the recap show, and then Thursday, we're gonna get to some SEC championship talk. We might have a clear playoff picture. We might not, but uh, we're heating up, guys, and uh, we're definitely gonna get into some basketball next week. Um, yeah, we can actually we can talk about uh, the UAB game a little bit. I mean, yeah. I, it was it, the first half was awesome. The first half yeah. was great. We we looked good, and then I kind of saw it coming in the second half. Just way, the way the first half ended, we had a decent, like a pretty decent lead, and then we just couldn't keep up scoring with them. Like they score very Charlie well. Walker's so good. So is Chris Gaines. Like UAB, by the way, and it it was so funny because I had some people like in other fan bases like trying to make fun of me, like sending that. I'm like, you didn't realize UAB is like 100% going to the tournament, right? Like, yeah, I, they might actually make like a Sweet 16. Like they could actually make some noise. They're a good team. No, yeah, I mean Tennessee fans are they're so they're such big morons that they're just literally trying to cling to anything they can, and they're making fun of our basketball team now. Yeah, you know? they just now started watching basketball like three years ago, just how they started watching football this year, and they just started watching baseball last year. So they're new to it; they don't understand. They only watch their own team, um, even though they lost to Colorado at home. Um, they don't like they don't like to talk. They about got it. ran out of the gym by Colorado at home. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a rough one to watch. But uh, coming up, we do have East Tennessee State on Sunday. I might go to that game. Um, I don't know. I got to study a little bit. I got I got finals coming up, and then we have yeah, Hampton on Wednesday. That seems like it'd be a good one to go to. Should be two uh, two easy wins, and then I think that's when we have Tech at. Uh, I think no, we have Florida A and M at home after that, and then we have Tech at State Farm Arena. So we got three bye games. We play Tech we... at State Farm Arena too. Oh, that's Notre Dame. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I got those mixed up. We play at Tech and then at State Farm Arena after that. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, uh, but we uh, we got a couple bye games coming up. But uh, once we get into the meat of the conference schedule too, and football cools down, which hopefully it doesn't cool down till uh, till about the end of January. Yeah, 
we'll uh, we'll definitely be all in on basketball. But uh, hey, so far we're two wins off of Tom Crean's win total last year. So no, I mean it's definitely been a lot more promising this year than it has been in the past two years. I mean we actually look like a half decent basketball team at times, which is always nice. Uh, you know, you don't look like they're just running up the floor doing nothing, like just sprinting as fast as they can. So that's good. You know, there's effort on defense. There's effort on the boards, and you know, sometimes the shots aren't falling. And I can live with that if you're playing hard defense and you're going for rebounds and you're actually running an offense. I can buy into that. That's the main thing. And people say, and "Oh, those will come. Bad. The, the yeah. offense will come. The shots will fall eventually. They'll they'll get into that. They'll get used to it, and and it'll it'll come eventually." So I I believe in Mike White still. I I, I really like him. So like I said, we're it, pending. We win all three of these buy games coming up before we're gonna have more wins before November ends than Tom Crean had all last year. So yeah. That, that I don't was, know how you can be upset about that. Yeah, you can't at all. I mean, you know, he inherited the worst possible thing that you can inherit in basketball. I had three players that stayed. Three yeah. players on the roster. Yeah, so it can only go up from here, you know. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but we appreciate y'all tuning in as always. Like I said, we'll be back in the swing of things. We'll have our live show Monday, uh, and then we'll be back, uh, you know, thir- Wednesday, Thursday, uh you know, Thanksgiving's a little different, so this will probably you'll probably be hearing this Friday morning. But we'll be back next Thursday, ready to talk some SEC championship. Have a little chirps at some LSU fans, not naming anybody in particular, but you might know <laughs> who we're talking about. Um, but yeah, we're excited. Uh, let's get a win this weekend and go, dogs. <laughs>